Speaking of Ballas, he does the weekly Michigan football podcast at thewolverine.com with Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman at Michigan, late 80s, early 90s. He is standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, Skeener? Hey, doing good on a Thursday, Bill. How are you? Doing good. Uh, let's go back, look at Iowa. We'll talk about Indiana and what lines they had a week from Saturday and home against Penn State. But uh, what did you like? I know a road win is a road win, and a lot of ranked teams have gone to Iowa City and suffered losses. So uh, beyond the win, what did you like from what you watched from the Michigan sidelines and in-game in that victory at Iowa City? Well, of course, the trenches at the first half of that football game, Michigan's offensive line certainly went out with a purpose and really made an exclamation point early in that football game. And we were running the football at will. Blake Corn was getting three to five yards every time he touched the ball or more. And so that was reassuring. I thought the Michigan offense and specifically the offensive line set the tone early in that game. And then as it wore on, uh, there were times where Michigan's offense sputtered inside the 15-yard line and we were scoring touchdowns. I think that game could have easily been broken wide open, but it wasn't. There's still a couple things to fix, as there always are. But later in the game, the defensive line, really, when there was still a question in the air, that defensive line come in there and absolutely tortured that quarterback. And there was a spark. Uh, the Oki kid comes in there, and he's got something coming off that edge. And so, Bill, the, the winning combination of any football team is a dominating offense and defensive line, and it looks like Michigan's pair of those two things is coming together and getting better every week. And, and I dare say getting a little attitude as they do it, which is really encouraging. Yeah, Doug, I know uh, we have talked for a couple of years, and last year what was the big surprise was the domination of the O-line, recognized as the best unit in pro football last year. And then you had a job Owen Hutchinson uh, who just owned the defensive side of things. And I agree with you. I, I see that positive. I look at the Russian yardage against a solid. I don't know if they're great based on who they played in Iowa, but a solid defense, best defensive unit. I think they'll face uh, all year long. Penn State might be a little better. Uh, we'll see a week from uh, Saturday. Ohio State doesn't have uh, any defense, so I like that. McCarthy, uh, There's and I know it's a learning curve, uh, Maryland, a pretty good team. You saw that in beating Michigan State better than I think most expected when they came to the big house. And you get a hostile environment on the road in Iowa City. And McCarthy kind of reminds me of McNamara a year ago, Doug, that Harbaugh is just being conservative, getting the guy comfortable, and finding a way to win games. And we'll see maybe beginning at – you know, the start of the Penn State game at the big house that uh, we'll watch the playbook open up a little. Well, I think we're seeing the playbook open up a little bit, Bill, and that's perfectly normal. That that little uh, uh, counteraction in the first touchdown there that Ronnie Bell scored, if you watch that replay, the tight end went, it was Schoonmacher, went in motion across that defense there from left to right which sucked those linebackers all the way over to our offensive right. And then he reverses course and goes out and is a lead block on the edge to help spring a touchdown. That's a new little wrinkle that we hadn't seen. And we're going to see more of that as the season goes on because you have to do those things. But as far as J.J. goes, you go back to the Maryland game, 
you remember a few snaps in there where he's running around, double reversing, trying to keep plays alive, doing little things that get a little bit crazy. I think that makes any coaching staff nervous. And then here comes the Iowa game, and we didn't see any of that. I felt like maybe this coaching staff said, hey, let's just take that part of J.J.'s game away for right now. He's not ready to do those kinds of things. Those things could end up hurting us dearly if we allow him to try to make too much of this up as this goes along. So let's keep this kid between the guardrails, teach him where this football needs to go and when it needs to go there. And if it's still not there, get rid of it, which is always one of the great things I thought Cade McNamara did, is just throw the incompletion and live for another set of downs. And J.J. looked initially, certainly back to that Maryland game, like he's not ready to do those things. And sometimes, Bill, you just have to. But I think you're seeing a young quarterback growing into the role himself. I, I like the way J.J. played the game. He sat in there. He's looking at his number one. He don't like it. He's looking at his number two. He don't like that. And he finds his tight end, dragging across the middle at a mid-range or short route, delivers the football, and they get a first down. There's nothing wrong with that. And then they, they did take the shots, and he just missed, right? So he's, he's overthrown Roman Wilson on a few deep balls, and he's just missing by a half step or a step. When those things connect, I think you'll see some more lightning rods with this offense. Yeah, it, 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 it looks methodical. You know, it's kind of like the Michigan at Nebraska win last year wasn't sexy, but they went on the road and, and you get a W. Uh, how big that is, okay, at Iowa yeah. City. What it was last year at Wisconsin, at Nebraska. Uh, and, and I look at this team and they're coming together. And I, I really think because they had the dog teams – in the first three games, that the expectations on offensive output going into Big Ten play, uh, the fans had them sky high, and that's just not going to happen. No, again, I, I've said this, you know, it feels like a hundred times now. Those first three teams we played, and no disrespect to the coaches are playing that, 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 that were on those teams, those teams are awful. Terrible football teams. Uh, and I don't know that we got a whole lot of reality check to see just how good this Michigan team is. There's no doubt in my mind this Michigan team is good. Uh, we just don't know how good. Have they really been battle-tested? The Iowa game was definitely a step in the right direction. But even against Iowa, Bill, I was looking at that defensive front that was supposed to be ranked so highly, number one in these different categories. And I'm looking at that defensive line from Iowa. I'm like, where's the studs? Where's where's the superstars? And apparently they're just you know, these dominating players and they didn't have a Mozzie Smith. Uh, they didn't have a Morris. They didn't have an Oki coming in late in the game and caused problems for us. It felt like, you know, yeah, okay, I guess I guess that Iowa defense was good. Their, their linebackers ran pretty nice. I think there's some players there, but I didn't get the sense that we overcame some sort of, you know, Goliath defensive front against Iowa. And that's no disrespect to the, our Michigan guys because it is tough to go down there and play and win, which they did. But, again, I don't think we've seen – the best of this unit in the most difficult situations. I still think that's yet to come. Yeah, we get, an Iowa schedule, man, it's really tough. Uh, you know, South Dakota State, I mean, you go down the list, uh, Nevada, uh, they did play Iowa State, but I don't know how good Iowa State is. And uh, Rutgers, uh, I think Penn State will be a better, will be the first true big test. Uh, they should get by Indiana easily. They, I don't think that team's playing uh, for Coach Allen. So the Penn State game a week from Saturday at home at the big house uh, becomes a huge test. And then you'll get the Michigan State-Michigan game, and Michigan's defense looks horrible. I mean, I, I'm 
the schedule, we knew this when we saw it last spring, Doug, that this schedule uh, was setting up if you could win at Iowa City and beat Penn State at home and Michigan State at home, that they're going to roll into Columbus at 11-0, and and it's looking like that. Yeah, there's a real good chance of that. I do agree that the biggest test is going to be Penn State. I think Penn State is quietly sitting over there in the Big Ten East just winning and finding ways to win. I know they, they had a little bit of a hiccup in that one game there. It didn't look all that great, but I think that may be opponent-indicated as to why they didn't play all that great. Penn State, I think, will be the biggest challenge. I do think we go down to Indiana and win easily there, you know, 38 to 44, down to, you know, 14 or 16 points or some. I don't think that's going to be much of a game for us. Uh, so watch out for the Penn State game. And then I, I tell you what, Bill, I've seen this movie too many times. I am not counting out Coach Tucker and the Spartans anytime ever. They know how to play that game. You never know what's going to happen. I say that every year, and this year will be no different. I know the quarterback up there for Michigan State has not played all that well this year. I know the defensive secondary people keep, keep piling on with these guys, and they're having a hard time getting to the quarterback. But magically speaking, somehow, some way, the Spartans always find a way to rise up and play like an NFL team when they come to Ann Arbor and play us. And I have no doubt that they will do that again. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s at the University of Michigan, uh, joining us here on the HUGE show, talking about Michigan football. Uh, the coaches, uh, there hasn't been a lot of heat, and again, you haven't had the major games or major decisions to a point, uh, but your thoughts on the job Harbaugh and his staff are doing this year with this Michigan football team? Well, I like what I see, again, uh, in what I really first thing I think of is is the big decision that Coach Harbaugh and his offensive staff had to make with the make with the quarterback decision coming out of camp in those first two games and making the decision. That's that's a tough deal on the in, on that locker room and and getting the team to buy in with the right guy for the right reasons. And it, and it looks all like you know Kate is an elected team captain, and even though he's the backup, and right now he's hurt. I mean that's a that's an emotional thing for those guys. I think Jim Harbaugh and his staff have handled that really well. It's like these guys enjoy playing together, offense and defense. They look like they're having fun together out there. Of course, winning makes it a lot more fun. And then offensively from the playbook, you know, through those first three games for sure, well, that playbook was really, really thin because it could be. You're still winning by 50 points. And then we opened up a few more pages against Maryland a few more pages against Iowa, and you're going to see the same thing. So it looks like a nice controlled installation of the deeper parts of your playbook, which is allowing the players within the offense to stay within the guardrails, I keep saying. We're not going to try to do things that we aren't good at. We're going to continue to get better at the things that we are good at, continue to develop a nasty offensive line, which will pay dividends in difficult situations down the road. So it's like this is a nice conservative plan, and it's working, and so we're not going to upset this apple cart. We're just going to keep on going. So this this looks like it's about as well-scripted as it could have been, and it's being executed to the script. Doug Skeen, he is a co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast with Chris Ballas at TheWolverine.com. You can hear those weekly podcasts. Uh, just search uh, TheWolverine.com or go to TheWolverine.com uh, website. Former Michigan offensive lineman, former NFL guy, Good man on and off the mic. He'll be part of our 
football summits and conversation connected to Michigan football uh, year-round. Doug, uh, enjoy the game this weekend, and we'll talk soon. All right, Bill. Thank you. Go Blue.